Hey there, everyone. I'm Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that I think can enhance just about any game, but often goes a little bit ignored. Dungeons & Dragons uses an alignment tool that reveals the moral and ethical perspective of the player characters and NPCs. In Dungeons & Dragons 5e, some big changes have been made to class requirements for alignment, but you still have two choices. One where your views on law versus chaos will matter, and a second on good versus evil. If you're new to the game and wonder how alignment affects the game, or if you're just curious why I think that it can enhance your story or just the game in general, stick around for today's episode. Five E has removed many previous class requirements. Most notably, paladins are no longer required to be lawful good, and druids no longer need to be true neutral. There are two significant reasons why D&D alignments are crucial. First, most obviously, you get a quick summary and a guideline of how your character may act in the game. And the second reason is that some of the forces and monsters in the D&D universe are inherently evil or good. Some spells and abilities specifically impact certain alignments. A character's alignment can be changed based on their actions. In older versions of D&D, this could impact character progression, but it no longer does. Some would say for the better, and some would say it's just less interesting that way. Let's say your character, who's been pretty tepid up to this point, steals something like food or something bigger like a magic broom that wasn't theirs and belonged to someone who really needed it. It could force your true neutral character to move to neutral evil. And while this kind of thing is not relevant to every game or one-shot or even campaign, I do think that this is something good to keep in mind because it forces you to make a game out of moral choices. Characters with the lawful good alignment have a sense of duty and honor. It's frequently stated that lawful good does not mean lawful stupid, and lawful good characters can sometimes do otherwise harsh actions. The creatures that have this character trait are the noble golden dragons, for instance. This is the alignment I love to see subverted when at the game table, because performing a lawful good character just means that your end goals are lawful good. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your character is always conscious of the effect that their actions are having on the world around them. There's the ever-popular neutral good, and characters with neutral good alignment mostly act altruistically. They don't have any regard or disregard for or against any lawful percepts such as traditions or rules. These are the most peace-loving characters in the game. They don't have a problem cooperating with the lawful officials, but they don't feel indebted to them either. Neutral good characters don't suffer an inner conflict like the lawful good characters if they have to choose between bending and breaking the law or rule. If they feel it is a decision that will bring them a positive change, they will not hesitate to take the decision. Chaotic good characters always disdain the bureaucratic organizations that often interfere in social improvement. These characters try to bring a change for the better, they believe in personal freedom for everyone, and if you are playing a chaotic good character, you will usually feel inclined to do what is right, regardless of the law. However, their methods to bring about the change are often disorganized, and they don't tune in well with society. For sometimes many reasons. One I don't often see at the table for some reason are the lawful neutral characters, and people with this alignment often believe in lawful concepts like order, tradition, rules, and honor, and sometimes these characters can even have a prior preference to choices that they think are controlled by benevolent authorities. Some of the lawful neutral characters in D&D are soldiers who follow orders, an enforcer or judge who only follows the rules of the law, and also a disciplined monk. True neutrals don't really feel strongly toward any alignment, and they don't actively seek their balance. They take decisions on their feet instead of judging what is right and what is wrong according to their character traits. 
And then with chaotic neutral, chaos is the defining attribute for these characters. Frequently, they are so disruptive to the party and can wreak havoc on even the best laid plans. And now we're moving on to lawful evil characters, who often search for a well-ordered system. They try to exploit this system to show a combination of both desirable and undesirable traits. Some of the alignments that fall under the lawful evil characters are devils, tyrants, mercenaries, and corrupt officials. They will probably stick to a deal that is made, but you can be certain they don't have your best interests in mind when they make it. Beware of loopholes when negotiating with any lawful evil character. Now with neutral evil characters, they are very selfish and may not even care if they turn against their allies. Neutral evil characters won't hesitate to hurt others if it furthers their means. All they care about is to fulfill their wishes and demands. However, they won't go out of their way to achieve their desires. They won't cause any mayhem or carnage if they think that the actions will not benefit them in some way. A suitable example of a neutral evil character is an assassin. They may have little regard for the formal laws of society, however he or she will not kill anyone needlessly. Another example of a neutral evil character is a henchman who plots evil plans against their superior behind their back, and also a mercenary who can switch sides if they get a better offer. And now we have the bane of every dungeon master's existence, the chaotic evil character. These characters are more evil than neutral evils, obviously. They don't respect any rules, they don't value people's lives, and they will do anything to fulfill their desires, or their... just... weird whims. They are the most cruel and selfish characters in the game who value nothing but their personal freedom. These characters are so evil that they don't work well in groups, so, like I said, the bane of most DM's existence. A big differentiation for chaotic evil characters is that they may do evil things even if they don't benefit from it. And for any of you guys thinking of playing a chaotic evil character, please just at least have an interesting reason to do something like this if you're going to do something that just doesn't benefit anyone else that you are taking part in this collaborative narrative with. Law signifies trustworthiness, honor, reliability, and obedience to authority, while chaos indicates flexibility, adaptability, and freedom. The neutral alignments in the game usually respect the law and chaos. They don't feel compelled to follow a rule they don't like, but they don't feel like rebelling against it either. Now when it comes to good versus evil, most fantasy games have a good versus evil axis of some kind. Good signifies respect for life, concern for sentiments and dignity, and altruism. Evil on the other hand is the exact opposite, obviously. They indicate oppression and the desire to kill or harm others. As already mentioned, some of the evil creatures and characters have no compassion for others whatsoever. Now, a lot of this sounds obvious, I understand that, but it's all important to keep in mind when you're actually playing through the game and long after you build your character, because this is the sort of stuff that conflict thrives off of. The only way you're ever going to get conflict that comes about organically is if you have characters that are able to drive that conflict in some sort of believable way. To me, most of the fun of D&D is figuring out what my character would do in given situations, as opposed to me trying to graft what I would do in that situation. It's like playing the role of someone in a game. Ultimately, alignment should be a tool to help you decide how your character may act in a situation, and should be a fun way to do so. While it doesn't mean every act will align with that, it means that most of your acts should. Also, it shouldn't be used as an excuse to play like an idiot or a jerk. Regardless of alignment, you should consider how your in-game actions will impact the human playing the game with you, and the human that worked very hard trying to build a session around your character. Plus, uh, story writing 101, 
characters need arcs in order to be interesting. And if your character arc is that you're always an annoying jerk, not only are you not fun, uh, you're just not interesting. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new videos like this every week. And if you guys would like to see more videos about how to enhance the storytelling or narrative features of your game, I would absolutely love to do more videos on that. So please let me know down in the comments if you'd like to learn more about that. I always kind of consider myself more of a narrative-focused DM, and I like talking about this kind of stuff. Uh, be sure to go check out our website or check us out on Patreon if you'd like to support us that way. But until next time, everyone... Farewell.